Yeah, sometimes, you know? <laughs> Not only. What's up, Uni? It's on, man. Nothing, man. How's life treating you? Great. Great. Amazing? Great. You see, I just walk around without a care in the world. Why should you care? Right. No one else does. It's the honest truth. Uh, I, lately, I've just been a lot more blunt with people. Lately? Shit, I've always been. Well, I'm talking about, like, a lot more blunt. Like... If I'm noticing ignorance, thirteen thousand years ago, if, the Americans if I'm noticing ignorance, I'm gonna call it out when I see it. If I notice shade, I'm gonna call it out when I see it. And they're gonna make you feel as if you're doing something wrong when you're actually pointing out. Well, you know, their what, you, you know what that ends up becoming you end up becoming the asshole. That's no, all. you. But you can't be an asshole when they're the ones. Being dickheads. No, but that's but that's what it because you know what you're talking about is like where people be like, oh, playing nice, and it's like, yo, that's fake, that's bullshit. That's why, fake. why, why playing to someone's so, ego? So, so then when you do that, then it's like, oh, this guy's an asshole, and you're what an asshole for being straight up? Yeah, it's like it's dumb, you know, it, it's dumb. I mean, it's, I can't afford sensitive, you know? I can't afford to deal with the sensitivity of people. Like, oh, you should watch how you talk. Yeah, yeah. And I'd be like, yo, man, you should, like, really listen to what the fuck, how weak you yeah. sound right now. Yeah. Like, are you not strong enough to take criticism? Are you not strong enough to understand that life is... I And, I, you know, there's only a, a it certain group of people. It's a certain group of people that is, like, can take that, you know, are, are built like that, too. No, it shouldn't be that everybody but can everybody take it. Nah, they don't. Everybody should be able to take it. But they don't. They don't want to be nah, talking like that. Nah, because they're bitches. Yeah. They're fucking suckers. Don't, don't want to be talking scared. like that. And it's like, well, what is the point? But they're, they're but they can talk to you that way. Yeah, and it's like, yeah, it, yeah. that's the crazy. That's, that's the fucked up that's, part. That's, yeah, that it's is like you can, part. you can lash out on somebody, huh? Right now, right? And you'd be like, yo, what the fuck you just say? Yeah. Right, and then they get all, they curl up like a, if you're yeah. gonna talk a certain way, yeah. have the balls to be able to take how you're gonna speak to somebody. And, and you, and uh, you know, to to that point too. Also too, it's like, look, there's a lot of times that I, there's things that people tell me, either, especially with my wife, but it's like, and I don't want to hear it, and I might get mad, but I'd rather you hit me straight up with it and let me get mad and digest it. And if you got a point, then I gotta eat that. Or don't be mad because I'm mad. Yeah. Let me be mad on my own. But I'd rather do that than a person be around me like faking and pretending, yeah. and then later on you going to somewhere else to talk about it. Talk to me. Talk to me. You got the issue with me. Talk to me. I had a family issue like that where, uh, you know, one person then like one person thought that I had. All right. So scenario, you come across, you come across, you make a little bit of money, right? The money you come across is your money, but they didn't claim in your money. So it's kind of like, oh, it's yeah, it's kind of like, why are you pocket counting me? Yeah. And on top of pocket counting, I mean, like, my money isn't your money. And, like, what you don't think the little bit of money I came across is going to go towards a bill? You know, it's going to go towards something that, that needs to be getting taken care of in my life? But, you know, what? I always find that strange, too, because it's like, it's like, is my debt your debt? Or if I was, yeah. going, if I was working a regular-ass job, would, you know I mean, would you worry about it then? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, people... Like, it's not even that, though. Like, in my world, cutting hair to me, working by myself... To me, is a regular ass job. Yeah, but somebody else don't look at it like that. Well, so they're only looking at you know the sneakers I get weekly, the the clothing that I receive, and the things that I'm creating, the life that I'm living. 
but they don't understand the demographics of actually me having to actually be here and actually work right. by myself. Not necessarily if I had somebody and I had like five different barbers would be working for me, and it'd be like, all right, I'm making money, right? I'm making tons of, I'm making tons of money, but I'm not making tons of money. But still, it's still your money. It's that my money with. that that needs to be for my bills need to be taken care of. Like you know what I'm saying? And that's the part that's ill to me. It's like you know, especially when people are assessing somebody else's pocket. Like, oh, look at that watch, look at that car, look at this and that. Yeah. And like, like you and owe they, them something. And they, and they automatically think that like because they see you got it, that they that you got it enough to give it. Yeah, and you'd be like, yo, if you're asking to give, like. I gotta have extra, yeah, like to give. Like what I got, how I'm living is my life and the way I'm living. Right, you know, it's kind of weird. It's like every penny is accounted for. Man. Yeah, <laughs> like it's like I made this power move to get rid of some a bill, yep. and I'm excited about it, and I treat myself a little bit because I made a little bit extra. Mm-hmm. Or you know, what I'm saying like, oh, I'm about to treat myself to this. I'm Gucci, and they're like, oh, why are you always shopping? Like, why are you always watching? Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I mean? Like, why are you always like why are you watching me all the time? Mm-hmm. And then you get some of these people that, you know, this is nothing to do with nothing else but what I'm talking about, cutting hair. Like, yo, pop, like, what up, what up? Uh, so, can I get my ears waxed and blah, 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 along with my haircut and via note? You're like, nah, you, you gotta, like, it says what you're getting done is what you're getting done is what you're purchasing. Like, it's if you want extra, it says extra services. Right. What makes you think that you conversating with me via note is going to be allow you to get something done that is not purchased. In order to, for anything to be moved, it has to be purchased. Right, because it'll block the time. It right? block the time. Time is according. You know what I mean? Yeah. Then you'll have people that be like, oh, I'm, I'm going to come after hours, spend 75 hours to get a haircut by you, and then think they could be 10 minutes late, like you, the door ain't going to be closed, ain't going to be locked. Yeah. Like, yo, but I'm spending 75. You'd be like, all right, let me explain something to you. If you're rubbing in $75, that you're spending that much money on a haircut as if it's a big deal, why the fuck did you book it? Because you booked it because you knew you could afford it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You didn't book it because of the fact that you thought you can be 10 to 20 minutes late on a 30-minute appointment. Mm. So I'm like, you can be no minutes late and you can be five minutes early you can get in the chair and get the fuck out of here. Like, you know what I'm saying, right? Yeah, I, I find that It's like that people feel entitled. Like, they well, feel entitled for certain shit. You're like... It's not even entitled to. I think I also too. I think also too. When people are spending money, they feel like people move according to money. Like, so yeah, it's like I've they, had, can, they had, can treat you like however. Yeah, no, no. I've had celebrities hit me up for haircuts and be like, "Yo, can you come to my house and cut my hair?" No. Mm. Why? Why would you want me to go to your house to cut your hair when I'm break my back and like bring a ring light? And I gotta bring more stuff and pay for gas for two, three hundred dollars. It's gonna cost me like half that to get there. Gas, toll, ring light, equipment. God forbid if I break an equipment when I drop, if I if I go to the, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And the time, like, you know how much more? It's not even about the about breaking or moving or bringing things. It's about the time. If it takes me an hour and a half to get somewhere, that's an hour and a half I could have got something done. So if you break down, break down a, a one hour haircut in the barbershop is seventy five dollars, right? Right, right, right? So if you do seventy five, and that's that's like you know an experience haircut seventy five bucks, right? Right. So you break that down, and it's gonna take me. About an hour and a half to two hours to get to the actual person, right? So we're say two hours. So that's one hundred and fifty bucks, and they're gonna they're 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 char- they're you, you know you're charging them say two fifty, right? Right. So you're already at one hundred and fifty bucks. Yeah. 
on two hours of work. Then you got to start subtracting twenty dollars for gas, fifteen dollars for toll. So you're actually losing. So that's why I always say it's cheaper for you to come to me. It's kind of like the dude that's speeding on the highway, right, to get to where he got to go, right, making all the wrong decisions as he's speeding, Mm. and the person that's taking his time, not driving slow, following the flow of traffic. And he gets there at the same exact time. And allowing himself to time. And allowing himself to have no stress. Yeah. So as the person's speeding, you know, with a high case of a high chance of getting into an accident, you know or, what I'm saying? Or, or the person driving accordingly. Yeah. You might get there two minutes behind the other person, mm-hmm. or you might get there ten minutes early. Why? Because you're not speeding. Why? Because you're not you're not allowing cars to cut you off. You're not allowing to, to, to stop. You ever notice somebody driving really, really fast and erratic? Everybody everybody that he passes stops, brakes, stops, brakes. Yeah. So what does it do to you in the back someone is driving safe? The person behind you is either going to get in an accident or you have to be aware. Yeah. Or the person in front of that person is going to get in an accident, stop, brake. He's going to get in an accident. Yeah. So you got to think about that. Like, I had a woman at the bank on Monday. She was like, can you get another teller? Can you get another tell I'm like, yo. I'm like, relax. Dude, I ain't telling that. I was like, listen, a lot of things don't get done. A lot of things get misplaced. A lot of things, you lose a lot of things when you're rushing. And she was like, what do you mean by that? And I was like, all right, think about it. You rush, I rush. You rush and I don't rush. And she's like, yeah. So you could drop $50 on the ground. She was like, why would I drop $50 on the ground? I said, because you're... Counting your money pretty fast And you're all over the place, right? You know what I mean? I said, if you look down By the, by the side of that gentleman's foot You drop $50 mm. And by the looks of it This gentleman's probably going to take your $50 Because he's standing on top of it And she was like, are you serious? I'm like, yo bro, move your foot He moved his foot and was like I said, yeah, I peeped that She didn't peep that because she's rushing And she was like, wow And I was like, yeah, you need to slow down a little bit a shorty was at the line, like just counting the money, man. Like I'm like, she's like this, counting, and like she's throwing it back in her bag, counting, throwing it back in the bag, and like I saw him, like yo, this dude just moved his foot mad fast. Mm. So when he moved his foot, I saw like a hint of a piece of white. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? I'm like, oh, this nigga just about to get fifty dollars off her. I didn't know what it was. I I, I said it was like a dollar, twenty bucks. I don't remember what it, what it was, but when he lifted up his foot. It was like a $50 bill. Yeah. Oh, and on top of that, when she gets to the teller, she's telling everybody to hurry up and rush and, you know, get somebody there. She uh, might have had like, I don't know, $50,000, $40,000 in, in a Louis Vuitton bag. Oh, wow. And she was breaking down these these uh, envelopes of money and handing it to him. So I was like, yo, you rushed. You're, 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 you're in a rush. But you're holding the line up. Right, right. Because you got a bag full of money. <laughs> I was like, this lady's crazy. You feel what I mean? Yeah, uh, rushing is stressful, man. Yeah, man. I know for me, I sweat. I started sweating and yeah. shit and getting all... Yeah, you know uh, kids that were born in the 2000s? Yeah. Two out of three kids born in the 2000s are, are, are obese. I just found that out. Oh, yeah? Yep. 2000 or later. Kids that were born in 2000 or later are... Two out of three kids are, are obese. This, there, there's a good Netflix show. It's about like hip hop people and how like uh, people should like 
hip hop artists that are in the limelight should be more focused on promoting health and wellness mm-hmm. than everything else. And yeah, so it's kind of true. But that ain't the cool thing. So. It is the cool thing now. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Like you got uh, no Dead Prez. Oh, well, they always been doing it. Though. Let me explain something. Dead Prez. They had Gucci Mang. They had um, they had uh, Rip Ross. They had uh, Paul Wall. Paul Wall got up to almost three hundred pounds. Now he's down like the 165, 170 pounds. Get out of here. Yeah, man. Everybody that they had, it was a show. And everybody who was in a hip-hop artist, Fat Joe, yeah. down 100 pounds. Yeah, he lost everybody life. that's part of like the hip-hop community right now yeah. are promoting themselves to be in shape and lose weight. Okay. Go on social media. It's, it's a thing now. Like it, it really is. Even like Common. Common sense? Yeah, but Common been in shape. No, but it was a point where he wasn't. He was an alcoholic. So he became vegan. There's a whole movement. Like, you probably know what you see. Yeah, yeah. But you got to look in depth. And they've been promoting it like crazy. What is it called? I don't... It's, it's on Netflix. I'll give it for you. I'll give it I'll go through uh, wa- well, Last Watched or something like that. You know? Oh, okay. Yeah, it's good, man. Oh, that sounds dope. A lot of hip-hop artists. R&B artists. And NFL football players. Uh, basketball players. Like, mad people that are like, why be the, why be the fat rapper? Why be cool? And Fat Joe said they're like... Ooh. Fat Joe said like 30, 30 of his friends, man, died of ob- obesity. Yeah. 30. Like he was like, no, not 30, I'm lying. Uh, the ages were 34. Like seven of his friends uh, from the age of 34 to, to, to like 41 died in one year. From being big. Of, of being big. Damn. I was like, damn. Yep. What kind of health issue? He was like, oh, people want to talk shit about being healthy. People want to talk shit about being healthy. You know what I'm saying? People want to talk shit about being healthy. Until, like, their organs and shit don't work no more. I was like, wow, that shit is so real. That shit is so real. You know what I mean? Like, oh, I don't want to go to the gym. I don't want to eat right. I don't want... But you look like shit. You're gonna, when you get older, you're going to get diabetes. Like, there's a lot of shit going on. Like, just I people hit me up. Like, like I, uh, I pulled my hip flexor. So, like, I've been taking it real easy okay. at the gym. Right. And now, uh, you know... I feel because I, I've lowered my, I haven't done my cardio like I have been. So I feel like not like myself. And any moment that somebody would be like, oh, let's not go to the gym today, I'd be like, all right, I'm not going. But the reality is, I need to start. I need to get back into that mental mindset where, like, work through it, <laughs> work through it, but heal myself. You know what so I mean? So even with taking just, uh, with how many days have you took off? It's not taking days off. But not, not going consistently uh, like you were No, doing. it's not taking days off because I go to the gym damn near every day. I'm doing something active every day. So then what it's is... It's like I'm not focusing on my cardio as okay. I should. Okay. You know what I mean? And so then, then it your becomes... Hip fle- your hip flexor is part of your groin and your quad. So then it becomes just easier for you not to do... Like, it's like, all right. I mean, if you if you know cardio and if, if you know your diet's good and all you need to do is cardio to keep you at a certain weight... And a certain size that you used to, that you used to be in. Mm-hmm. What's the point of fucking um, like you know what I mean? Like if you're gonna cut one of them out, you're gonna have to work on something harder. Okay. So if I'm cutting out cardio, that means I have to diet better and watch what I eat. And it's not easy to watch what you eat when you know you're always hungry. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. If your metabolism is sped up because of the fact you're always because okay, you're always in shape and you, you always want to eat. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, it's, 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 yeah, you gotta stay on top of the shit. I know. But it's wild how there's a lot of hip hop artists that are like being more, go, if you're on social media, 
you'll start seeing they're posting more instead of like going out clubbing and drinking. I mean, that's excellent. Probably also too because most of them parents too, I would think. No, it's the trend on social media. Yeah. So well, no, yeah. Gucci, Gucci man been in shape for a little bit too. That's yeah. got ripped. But you gotta understand, it's the trend on social media. So you saying that's why they doing it? Yeah, man. If that's all you're seeing on social media is fitness, <laughs> either you're gonna hate on it, wish wish you were a part of it, or you're gonna be or, or you're gonna start posting it. Mm. So yeah, fitness is key. I don't understand how like. Like, I get people all the time on social media like, yo, man, I want to train with you. I want to train with you. You put out like, uh, you, you put it out there like, yo, I'm having a free session today. Like. People show up? No, they, they, no, no, no. My, my people will show up. Like, I have a handful of people that. People that you already. Yeah, they're, they're already golden. But you get these people that are like always on your shit. Literally always on your shit. Mm-hmm. And they won't, they, they, they won't pop up. You be like, yo, pop up. It won't pop up. It might be intimidated. Nah, you can't. They, there you go. <laughs> go, go, go on right back to that bullshit. <laughs> Intimidation. And people, people will just get intimidated way too fast. Or if not, they think they could do what you do better. But they, well, ain't, they well, ain't doing nothing. Yeah, well, it's easy for somebody to judge from the, you know, I, I say that about, yeah, I always say that about sports. Like, watch the TV, watch a boxing match, or watch basketball, or something like, talk about somebody sucks. And it's like, it's easy to sit on the couch and say that. Like, oh, I could do better. It's easy to say that until you actually go out and do it. Mm-hmm. You know, watching you lift weights, like, oh, you ain't really lifting no weight like that. In high school, I was doing X, Y, and Z. Like David talking about now. Yeah, and then it's like, and then go do it. Like, damn. <laughs> like, yeah, had a dude pop up yesterday. He was like, oh, I've been hearing a lot about you. I'm like, where well, that's what's up? He was like, yeah, you got an Instagram for fitness, you got an Instagram for your abs, you got an Instagram for your barbering. Yeah. And I was like, what? He's like, yeah, 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 man. I've been hearing a lot about you. I like to hear that. You know, keep up the good work. So I'm like, wow, I, I, didn't, I didn't even know people were talking about me. Like, you feel what I mean? Yeah. I didn't know that I had a social presence that, that you know, people were talking about me. I mean, it's, isn't it to be expected? I, mean, I guess. If you're building up the numbers, you're going to talk, right? Yeah, you're That's right. the whole point, to be in the conversation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. You know what I'm saying? And you could do, and you figure that, uh, I mean, if you had a hundred followers, so if a few people talking, so now, you know, what, you have what, 20, 30? I'm at 50, 52,000. Yeah, 50, yeah so then, you know, that's just magnifying, it's amplifying, you know, yeah. grabbing the bullhorn. Yeah. You know? So. Yeah, I ran into old classmates. <laughs> like this week, old classmates. Like, Online or? Nah, Disney? like just popped up. Yeah. Juan, what's up? I'm like, oh shit. Like, damn, I ain't seen you in like 19, 20 years. Like, and hold on, and, and they and they live in the area or they like moved out? Some moved out, some okay. moved in. That makes some some little... been living over here. You know what I mean? Some were like, yo, I thought your shop was over here at some other place. And yo, I thought, and I'm like, as my social media presence got bigger, it's kind of like, dude, I've been here for 14 years. Yeah, yeah. And as social media, my social media gets bigger, people, I'm like, yo, I, like, I've been here, my G. Like, I ain't been nowhere else. Like, you just noticing that now? Like, Amplified. yeah, amplifies like crazy. Like, oh, I need to come get a cut. And well, yeah, I take the stupid out of making an appointment. You just book it online. And if you want anything extra, just press extra. You know what I'm saying? Like, they be like, yo, but my barber, like, you're calling me because of the fact that, like, you tidy your barber. You get what I'm saying? Like, 
So you're gonna have to adjust to what what goes on in this shop. Right. Like, right. You know what I mean? Your barber might do eyebrows for free. He might give you a hot towel. Right. You know what I mean? He might be running late. You know what mm. I mean? He he might <laughs> he might make you wait. He might stop in the middle of a haircut to he eat might, a sandwich. He might stop in the middle of a haircut <laughs> to eat a sandwich. sandwich. Yeah, 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 I've seen it. Oh, I've seen the stop and go to the store, eat a sandwich. Like, God, Yeah, damn. like, what are you doing, my nigga? Like, this is not even cool. Like, don't, you, don't you believe that there's people that are working here, too, my nigga? Like, like, the people are paying for you to, paying for you to get a haircut by you. But I, I think that goes from old barber culture where, you know, a lot of mugs used to go Can't and, say and, old, and chill. I'm, I'm 26. No, I'm, I'm saying, like, old, like a, a older culture. I remember, uh, you know. I've been here for 26 years. But look, I've been to a barbershop where it's like, yo, mugs are in there. They're playing video games. No, it's a, no, it's no, a yeah, hangout. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, a hangout. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was always a, a, a place of uh, of nurture and like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, I know what you mean. You would come and pick up. You could get some sneakers yeah. sometimes. You know what I'm saying? It was just uh But there's a day and age where like there's a time and a place for that nowadays. Yeah. Nowadays, like if you're going into a barbershop that got as selling sneakers and t-shirts, you probably you probably spending uh, three hundred on a pair of sneakers, and probably like fifty dollars on a t-shirt, forty dollars on a t-shirt. Like things have just evolved to be better, because like there's a lot of like barbershop boutiques now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like back in the day, it'd be like a barbershop selling bootleg t-shirts, bootleg sneakers. Yeah, yeah. Now it's like barbershops ain't doing that no more because they know they're worth. You know what I mean? And if you do see a shop like that, it's very rare, very, 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 very rare. You're gonna see a shop like that. Yeah, that was that was the that was the that was the thing back in the day. I remember I was the one selling bootlegs. I was selling bootleg CDs. I was selling uh, white tees, galaxies, and all sorts of stuff like that. And I mean to make extra supplemental income so that I I knew that I was going to be good to go. But look at you know what? But you hit a point right because you said twenty six years of cutting. So I mean, at some point, you even for you as a person as a business has to evolve. Cause could you imagine that twenty six years later you're still still selling bootlegs or you have the place? I mean, it, was, it 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 only the reason why people still might be doing that is because they're stuck in the past. That's the problem. That's yeah, what, like that's what I mean about evolving. Yeah, like evolving is the truth. Like you got to be able to evolve, and it's like some guys you'd be like, I had a dude come here yesterday, and he was like, the reason why I come to your shop is because like the atmosphere is cool. The, it's always clean You know what I mean Like the customers That come in here Are like Cool as hell You can have a great conversation You always got something Interesting on TV Like he was saying All this crazy stuff He was like But when I was going To get my hair cut In Amboy Like it would be Just different Or in like Warbridge It would just be different mm -hmm. So I was like uh, I understand The concept Because that's the concept That I created Now I had old customers That were used to The old shop That I had Where like All they did was like Hang out, you know, on Fridays, have a drink, chill. You know what I mean? It was like a members only jump off. But I told myself now I don't want that atmosphere. So as we evolve to be a better shop, you know, I literally don't cut those clients anymore. And you got to think about it. You're going to attract what you put out. Yeah, you're going to attract what you put out. Exactly. And it's, you know, it goes the same thing for the studio atmosphere. I've been to studios where the minute you walk in, in the front room, guys, it's like smoke-filled, blunts, 40s. Yeah. And you got to cut through the whole crowd just to go and record. And it's like, you go, and then you go to other studios. You're not going to get a clean. Justin Bieber going in there to record. Exactly. You're going to attract a certain type of crowd yeah. that's probably not very serious about their craft. It's not even about being serious. It's about the finance. Yeah, you're it. not going to get the person to want to spend the money 
for for studio time. Being serious. Yeah. Well, yeah. You're saying you're saying being serious because of the fact that you you're in the business and you know the business. I'm saying from uh, from a customer's perspective that like I'm out here spending money. Right. Like I'm not gonna want to go to a studio where somebody is got like you know bottles of Moet and like you like blunt wrappers in their garbage and like like. You know what I mean? And straight shitems hanging outside and, the spot. And, and you know lose, what I'm saying? And, and, and studios, like, they lose a lot of business because there's a lot of parents that finance their kids first time. There's a lot of parents. So when a parent walks in there and sees that, they're not going to, like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, you know, I'm trying to keep my kid out of the BS. Yep. So, so this is what this is what my kid's going to have. Like, if I drop my kid off to the studio at, after school, this is what he's going to be uh, subject to yeah, and it, this goes for and it's like for any business because I've seen pizzerias turn into sh- straight out Italian restaurants like high class. Yeah, and it's like they they had to change. They had to stop selling slices. They had to change their look. To, was, you know. Yeah, I seen some shit like that recently myself. Yeah, I used to work at one when I was going to college over there on uh twenty seven Lucas. Oh I, yeah, 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 yeah. That's my my boy Dre. I know oh, yeah, I, I used to be a delivery guy for them. And I, I mean, I remember him, um, you know, he had the benches. It looked like a cafeteria for a long time. And then his brothers and the people were like, oh, you you know, you can't change it. And he was bringing stuff from Italy. And lo and behold, now he's got a, a regular, you know, he, he bought everybody out and turned it into and a The wild part about it is you're going to get the people around you to, to, to try to tell you not to do it. Because they can't see your vision. It's not that they can't see your vision. They're just so comfortable with the, what, with the mm-hmm. way things are going. Right, right, and that was my problem with a lot of my customers, not a lot of my customers, but a few of my clients here. They were like, nah, you can't charge more. And what are you going to be offering more? No, you can't do this. No, you can't do that. No, why do this? Why do that? And I'm like, all right, what I'm going to have to do my due, my due diligence is I'm going to have to do some, you know, some, I guess some R&D. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I'll go to a different barbershop and I'll be like, yo, who's the best barber in here? He'd be like, oh, I am. And I'll look at his skills and be like, mm, I'll smoke you. You know what I'm saying? And I'd be like, uh, how many people do you cut a day? They're like, oh, blah, blah, blah. And then I'll sit there and wait, pretend to get a haircut, or if not, get a haircut. And I'd be like, damn, these niggas got really, they, they look really look busy. But the reality of it is, the one dude's taking like an hour and a half on a haircut. You know what I'm saying? And everybody actually in here waiting. They're not actually, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like they're waiting to get a haircut. They're not actually scheduled what what makes you do that what makes you feel like because right you're living in your own space but what makes you feel like and, and i'm asking because this is something uh, like you're talking about something that i do often and but i want to see what your mindset is when you're going to see do you look at them as competition or what are you doing the research for like to stay ahead of the pack or like you know more you gotta i i practically see i put myself in a customer's perspective okay like it's never so it's like so you how you can better serve your customers better serve my clients so like if so if my clients are complaining to me about like if, if my client ever complained to me about being two minutes late I'd be like okay fine you can go somewhere else right because you're gonna be an hour and a half late right right get what I'm saying it's kind of like you only know if you've been getting your haircut by me for like how long you been coming to me right since high school so so like 13 14 years he's been coming to me right like, if, if he's gone anywhere else in his lifetime, or he decides to go anywhere else, he knows it's not going to be like this. Right. Right or wrong? Yeah. Like, he probably hears it from his friends. Oh, you make an appointment? Yeah, I come in and I'm out. 
I know that I can go play volleyball right after my fucking haircut. You know what I'm saying? It's like, I'm, I don't got to sit there and wait an hour. So right. my whole thing was about time. But you get people that aren't familiar with that and they're used to their barber doing what they do. Right. You sit back and you think about it like, they're the ones, that, the new clients are the ones that are going to be late. The new clients, but then once you have it that it's set up that, uh, get what I'm saying, right? Uh, right? The new people that aren't used to the system are used to their barber. Yeah. So then you tell them like, yo, listen, when you book an appointment here, if you're a minute late, you miss your appointment. They're like, what? But yeah, that's what you're booking because you're tired of what you're going through over there. Right, right, right. You know what I'm saying? Like, we're, yeah. we're, we're, we're worried about time. You, you, it, it, Punctuality you know, is more important than anything else. And you know, it's cool, man, because uh, it's actually very intelligent because you could actually live in your own bubble and you're not. You know, by by doing that, which would always keep you, it'll keep you evolving. That's it. You know. Yeah, man. I always step. I always step out of my shell to see how everybody else is living. You got to do that, man. You got to like. You got to sit back and you got to be like, man. You know what, man? It's it's more important to understand somebody instead of just living. But it's still a com- you know there's still a competitive component to that because and it might be just be competing with yourself to be better than what you were yesterday. That's all it's about. Yeah, it, it, versus you know just being like, all right, I'm good at this level here. You know what I'm saying? And I'm gonna coast this out for the next forty years. No, you know me. I'm always trying to evolve. Yeah, yeah. Evol- evolving is like big to me. Yeah, it, it is a part of life. Yeah, if you allow it. I mean, honestly, I, I, yeah, you're right, Colton. It's very important to evolve. I just find it, it's very scary for a person to go for years and years and years. It's like, I'm good, but you complain about the situation, but you're not doing nothing. Yeah, I don't like, I'm, I'm not a fan of complaining. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I'm not a fan of complaining and I'm not a fan of people's excuses. We all, everybody has an excuse. Like, like, like I was talking to this one guy and he was like, oh, I'm coming from an hour away. Well then, I don't know what to tell you. You know what I mean? If, if I know I'm coming from an hour away from somewhere, I'm not going to leave just on time to get there with no minutes to spare. Right. I'm going to leave extremely early because I know that there's there's you're more liable for traffic from an hour away than 10 minutes away right right like are you kidding me like let's be for real (laughs) you know what I mean like my haircut my barber's an hour away I he tells me 10 o'clock in the morning I'm out of my house by 8 30 because it's like I'm, I'm going to Jersey City and you don't know if I'm gonna have to wait because his shop isn't like my shop. Like, there's been times where I've gotten there at like 10 o'clock in the morning and they don't open up until like 11. Like, you know what I mean? But my but my appointment was for like 10. Oh, so it, your barber does appointments too? Or I, 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 I guess it's more like, yeah, no, maybe. I, I like, he does appointments. Yeah. But it's not like, it's not it's so not a strict rule. It's, it is. It, 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 I guess it is, but I guess it isn't. I don't know. Like, I know that he doesn't usually make me wait like a significant amount of time to get my hair cut.
but I've heard, but I, but I have wait, waited before because one of his customers was running late, and he still threw him in the chair. That's the difference between me and them. Like if my customer is late, he won't get a haircut. You get what I'm saying? Like you're paying for the time. You know what I mean? Like you're paying for the, the start of the time. You're not paying for the haircut. <laughs> I mean, you're paying for the haircut time. Right. You can't separate haircut and time. It's like your haircut's okay. 30 minutes. You're paying for the 30 minutes to, for me to perform the 30 minutes of your haircut. This might come in 25. Give me a five minute haircut. Yeah, you can't really do that. Because <laughs> just before you sit in a chair, it's five minutes. Mm. People forget, like, the time is ticks. It moves fast, man. You know? I got, like, three minutes to get you out of the chair because Brian came in early. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So. You, it has to be timed properly. Everything has to be timed properly. But you, no one don't. No one. People say, "Oh, it takes me about thirty minutes. It takes me about forty minutes." No one really knows how long it actually really takes. But me, I know how long it takes because I, I actually timed everything out with dicking around and bullshitting and laughing. Dealing with a customer, having fun. So you actually have to uh, put that little extra in there. I have like an extra two, two or three minutes of dicking around. You know what I'm saying? Like literally. Like I have actually bullshit. I have uh, f- uh, four minutes to finish you up and I'm done. What else do I got to do? Line up your beard and, I'm at, and you're done. Four minutes. <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> and we sat here, had a podcast. I finished building a bench. You know what I mean? So, yeah. You seen the um the Kanye West one? Yeah, that was really good. Yeah, that was really good. The Jay Z one was good too. Yeah. Relax. One thing I understand is, you know, you don't know somebody. Yeah. That's it. Unless they open up. No, you don't know somebody at all. You just don't know. You don't know. Why are you saying that? Because people change daily you don't know people you don't know because you can know somebody for 14 15 years they could be your man he could fall in love and the girl could change his mind Mm. and he could totally be a totally different person The, the man could get a job somewhere else be around totally different people he's no longer your man like people shut People down fast. Get what I'm saying, right? Mm-hmm. Like, for instance, I had a homie, and we were tight as hell for like 19 years. All of a sudden, gets married, has a kid, nowhere to be found. Get what I'm saying, right? And everybody's like, "Oh, it's relevant." When you get married, you have a kid, you don't, you know, you become somebody different. And you sit back and think about it and be like, how come all my other friends are still my friends and they're married with kids? Pretty relevant, you know what I mean? Like I said, people, you don't know people. Even if they open up, you don't know. Because he done opened up multiple times to me. You know, hypothetically speaking, like, most of your friends are friends out of convenience. Out of your convenience. So if it's convenient for them to be your homie and you're in the mix of their vicinity, like 
Like if I'm driving to North Bergen, yeah. get my homie from North Bergen. Right, right, if I don't go to North right, right. Bergen no more, you're not my boy no more. Right. Probably not even gonna call you or text you anymore. Mm-hmm. Think about that. That's how it should be. Not me personally, right. but that's how it should be. Mm-hmm. Am I wrong though? How many friends have you lost out of convenience, bro? A lot. A lot out of convenience, right? Yeah. Not your convenience, their convenience. Yeah. Straight up. One of my best friends from high school. Since he got like once he got married, he moved out more down south. Not even further down though. Yeah. Like it's still it's still like obtainable. It's like you can still see the dude if you want it. No longer your friend. Yeah. Like, bye guy. I had a dude get married, I was in his wedding, my nigga. I was in the dude's wedding, his best man, one of his best men, one of his groomsmen. Same here. That's my best friend. <laughs> Dead ass. Bro, I ain't seen the nigga since his wedding. Then like three years later when he saw me like like doing good on social media, popped up. And you got jacked. Yo man, you traveling the world. Yo man, you doing this, yo man, you doing that. I'm like, yeah, life's good, man. Wanna be my boy again. But then you realize, like, come on, man. It ain't the same, man. It ain't the same no more. Well, I was always taught from a kid. My, if you know people. Well, let me tell you, because my from my grandmother, dad, my dad, it would be like, yo, you know, when you're younger, you have a lot of friends, but by the time you start getting older, you can count your friends on one hand, your actual friends, yeah, and, you, and you'll have fingers to spare. Yeah, man, it'd be like that. So. I'll tell you, convenience, bro. Convenience convenience will keep a person close to you, B. Convenience. Is, yeah, but that crazy. don't mean, that has nothing to do with no, friendship. You know I mean, I mean, yeah. Of course not. 